Welcome to our show. We are pleased to have you here again. Hopefully you're a regular listener. And if you are, you probably have heard the campaigns of Keep on the Shadowfell and Thunderspire Labyrinth. This will be our third campaign. There's some debate as to whether it's our fourth or not, because we had one beforehand with a different cast. But regardless, we are pleased to have you here for this season. There will be a brief recap at the beginning if you're just joining us, and hopefully you can catch up or go back and listen to the entire last season, which I do recommend as well. Get to know our characters. If you are a regular listener of the show, we do ask that you would give us your kind support to help keep the servers up and the basic maintenance of the cost so that we can give you the show as quickly as possible. You can find it directly on our deathd4dishonor.com site for the RSS. You can find it on iTunes, and it, there are several torrents available if you are an, an international listener as well. You can find out information on those as each episode goes live at deathd4 on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash deathd4dishonor. You can find out other things that have (laughs) less to do with our show directly, but more to do with RPGs and different stuff that we're up to. I do recommend, if you are just starting now, it's a great time to jump on our uh, Twitch channel, which is twitchtv.com slash genesee. You can watch us every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And these shows are actually saved on the channel, so if you can't make it live, you can watch them. Uh, You'll always be an episode or two ahead of where you will be on iTunes or an RSS, because obviously it's live and it takes us a couple weeks to get them out for the audio version. So don't get confused if you do so. But again, we always always love your support and uh, are grateful for it. So you can, if you would like to donate to the show, Again, to basically pay for the servers for Death D4, you can go to deathd4dishonor.com, and on the left-hand side, there are an array of pretty buttons that go directly to PayPal. You can choose your own amount, or you can go to 20, 40, 60, all the way up to, I think, $100 uh, as well. And always love that when you do, and we can continue to bring you, hopefully, many more seasons. I think we're in our third year now, amazingly and uh, continuing to love it. So visit our website, and you can see all the links to the previous things that I've mentioned so you don't have to remember them, and uh, continue to listen to the show. We value your support. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm Tinzian. And this is Death to Fortis Honor. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. Are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine? (laughs) That's 12th level, I think. Even whisper or utter my name in your last moments. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still, or <laughs> bring out your rods, old man? Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline. Had <laughs> his hands in all of Cesar's junk. For six <laughs> oh wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> what? We need dice for this game? Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. And I'm still Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, July 19th, and this is episode 117 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. This is the first of our season three, so I'm going to let Tinzian catch us up on, I guess, a recap of season two. So, Dungeon Master, you are a go. It's actually a little more complicated than that. Um, I think we're actually officially now in season four, but we are just entering into campaign three. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, everyone, welcome to campaign three, Pyramid of Shadows. Okay. But, uh, I'm sure we'll take our own... Uh, P.O.S.? <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah. POS. We'll, take, we'll, we'll definitely take our own player on station, put that into orbit, and find some way to bring it back down to the planet. Uh, we'll be off topic, <clears throat> no doubt, from the very get-go. So, um, <laughs> if you haven't listened to the last finale episode from last week, 116, please do that. Uh, the trial has been completed. There is um, now room for the party to depart. After Thorn attempted to exact revenge upon Thazadun, and instead managed to kill Sabre. <laughs> Oops. Um, Let's talk about that. There is, well, I guess the point we should pick up with is the party has just completed the trial. Uh, I don't believe Cesar has um, called the court out. But uh, if the party wants to either finish in, you know, start their adventure in the Seven-Pillared Hall or elsewhere, that's up to you guys. What would you all like to do? Mm. We've got loot that we got while we were down in the little dungeon mm-hmm. when, when the temple collapsed. So I would like to go and find some people to sell to and hopefully maybe find some new gear. Okay. Very good. We can do that. Uh... As far as fencing goes, probably pretty easy to find something you are a citizen. So there are reputable um, avenues for you to go in that. If you really want to find a deep and shady and dark and dirty place, you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have, um, it being a merchant city, access to that. Uh, once all the spirits are gone and um, the trial will be over, life will pretty much return to normal but there is um, a potential power vacuum, if um, I guess we can consider it that, since the vizier is here, is, is uh, no longer present. And you may find um, that either to your benefit at this point in time or to your hindrance. So, Thorin, do you want to... Um, one, one question I have to ask mm-hmm. is, um, with the whole drow thing going on, has there been any effect on the city? The like is is there civil unrest? I know they're not fond of the drow. There, there actually isn't. Um, Sabre had arranged for them to be kept near the portal area that headed down to where the city used to be, and exacted a oath of protection from the Minotaurs. That is actually something that you guys can either resolve or let the city resolve. But there are monsters and other creatures that normally wouldn't be in a city in this place. So they're sort of viewed as, oh, you're the boogeyman from the hole. Um, you're not armed. We're not fighting. There was a war. Uh, nobody is going out of their way to either approach the drow that are currently being held, or shoo them away, or, or do anything. They're just kind of left to their own devices um, in that group. And it seems that most of the residents um, within the Seven Pillared Hall are kind of okay with doing that for themselves, even. There hasn't been a whole lot of um, cross-family participation. Okay. Um, with that sort of answered for me, um, I'm going to probably find the closest shady dealer, I guess. I mean, okay. I don't think anyone's going to really want to purchase drow artifacts, so I'm going to go and find a fence somewhere. Um, and I, should I roll some kind of perception to, able, to be able to po- point one out, or...? Um, let's, let's do your <laughs> thievery first. Just then. standing in the thievery corner going... Ooh. Well, you know, they could be disguised as actual merchants. Thievery is... Uh, Nineteen. Okay. And uh, that is with your dice roll and whatever bonuses you have, correct? That's right, yes. Okay. Do you wish to tempt the fates and use the um, possible power vacuum to your benefit, or do you just want to not push your luck and see what you get? (laughs) That was really suspicious. Okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to use the power vacuum. Okay. Yeah. Um, judging that there is uh, going to be some sort of disturbance that comes about from the vizier um, not being in charge of the city anymore, you are able to locate a very, very shifty dealer uh, that's probably um, 
a little mm, more scruffy than you may like. I think probably yep. in terms of either how his shop is located or the fact that he is missing at least three fingers. So uh, you're not sure if either he's been busted many times or whatever, but um, you are welcomed into the shop. Uh, appropriate little gestures are given, and he makes it clear that he is indeed a very, very fine fence. Okay. Um, I'd basically like to present him with the, the silver objects that I'd um, acquired from the temple Okay. and get a value for them if I could. Okay. Um, and I'm going to keep a very, very close eye and a very close hand to my items. Okay. Are you going to keep a very, very close eye to anything else in the shop? Um, I'm going to be generally perceptive of what's going on in the shop because it is a fence, and fences generally have people that acquire items for sale. So um, I was hoping that my passive perception of 27 would be enough to... Okay. Identify any any one persons that may be skulking. Okay. For the moment, we'll set that up as your rear guard <clears throat> as you do business. Uh, all the silver items are placed out, and he starts to um, move through them and starts to uh, examine them. One, he is extremely um, adverse against touching, and uh, kind of he pulls out a knife and uses it to move this one particular piece of silver out of the rest of the pile and kind of makes a uh, um, almost sick to the stomach face expression because uh, he almost touched it with by his hands. Uh, what, does it, what does it look like? It's a uh, lump of silver, somewhat, mm-hmm. um, somewhat smooth, but uh, it looks like on the underside, there's a bit of a rough edge or grooves along with um, what looks like uh, the broken off ends of two or three prongs, I guess would be the best sort okay. of way. Um, when you were in the U.S. and we got a pizza, did any of them come with a circular stand in the middle of the pizza? Like to hold? The, pizza ta- the pizza table? Yeah. Yes, the pizza table. Yeah. Think of it. Think of it like a pizza table with a semi-smooth top, but with the tines on the bottom broken off. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. And um, do you actually touch it, or do you just flip it around with your own knife? Uh, I handled it before, and nothing happened. So, um, I mean, I would have assumed that I threw it on the table with my own hand. So I just okay. pick it back up again. All right. Um, looking under the underneath, if you uh, get up close, and we'll use your uh, previous perception check also to aid you, it looks like there's a series of small holes uh, within the bottom of the item. Okay. And there's um, very fine traces of, uh, I mean, extremely fine, like it's been mostly worn away. If you had salt dry on something, Mm-hmm. There's kind of a, a crusty rime around some of the holes. All right. I might have to get this identified. Um, how much will he give me for the sil- the other silver items that he's willing to take? For the other silver items, he's willing to give you 5,000 gold. Nice. Okay. Um, does he have anything for sale? What would you like? Um, particularly, I'm looking at, I guess, I don't know, looking at maybe trying to f- acquire a new knife, a new bow, and um, are there any other item pieces that we usually have? Any amulets or anything else like that, trinkets of, of that nature that would bestow maybe some magical protection? Um... There's a couple pretty cheap pieces in terms of amulets and brooches and um, cameos, mm-hmm. but uh, nothing that immediately would jump out. You know, there's some that's it, it's like that scene in Indiana Jones where they're looking for the Grail and you got the really nice cup and you got the really chunky stuff. Yep, you could kind of take a pick, but he's it's clear that he's not going to let you study things before you buy them. Right. 
you know, they they arrived at his shop for a purpose. They will arrive. They will leave his shop for a purpose as well. Okay. Um, oh, and uh, he does offer you um, a discount because apparently you're so foolish that uh, you don't know the value of your own money because you picked up the other item. He's pretty amazed that you're apparently not dead at the moment. Okay, so we can assume the other item is bad. Okay. Um, there are a couple prized hunting bows. There's a few mm-hmm. um, different types of daggers, a few dirks, main gauchet, everything up to swords, pretty much. Uh, hard times leads to odds and ends coming into play. Sure. Um, probably just going to look at picking up a, a hunting knife. Just uh, a plain knife for use in the field. Okay. Um, nice bone-handled one there. And as for the bows, I don't think there's anything there that's better than what I have. I mean, the one that I currently have is still the magical one that we gained in um, Shadowfell Keep. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'll take my leave of the uh, the fence and probably try and find another vendor of some kind who has okay. some magical goods. So um, I guess that'll take me a while. He he will he will give you you can buy the um buy the dagger. It's a very nice mm-hmm. bone handled, well worked. Uh clearly it was someone from a higher end strata. Um it is uh bone handled and worth two hundred and fifty gold to him. So it's two hundred and fifty gold off of your mind and worry. Mm-hmm. And it may have an effect. We can work that sure. out later. Okay. He sees you um eyeballing one of the Bows, and makes you an offer for one for three hundred. Three hundred. And he's actually pointing to it looks like one of the better bows in his collection. Okay. Um. Uh, I want to use. <laughs> uh, I'd like to use some sort of diplomacy or something. I want to find out. There's there's a reason he's pointed this bow out. Um, why? So. I'd like to use diplomacy and find out why this bow in particular. <laughs> it He eyeballs you up and down, and he goes, you don't strike me as um, a roof stalker. You don't strike me as all that much of an assassin. But you do strike me as someone that appreciates something quiet, or perhaps something to your advantage. This bow might do it. I've dropped it a couple of times, and it's been displayed to me a few times. I've taken it shooting. It never seems to make any noise when drawn um, under most conditions. There have been a couple of times where it's made, you know, a, a proper twang, but it, it seemed I wanted to. I wasn't paying attention to it. Okay. This may be um, of use to you, and because Thorn's so silent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when He's I, known I, for I, his stealthy silence and taciturn <laughs> ways. There was that time in the caverns with the uh, with the spiders and the I think they were cosboids. Remember the ones that were coming off the ceiling? And there was a coordinated attack between me and Fluffy. Hey, you're not even in this shop. Get out of here. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll a 19 plus five for diplomacy. Okay. Um. So that'll what be 24. Uh, see whether he'll maybe give me either some more information about it or uh, give me a discount. Okay. Given that he's trying to move this particular item. Um, there is a bit more history to it. He's not mm-hmm. aware of the full set of history. But uh, the bow did belong to um, the descendant of a famous pirate captain. So it apparently has seen some degree of uh, combat. All right. Um, and he said three hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll I'll give him the three hundred for it. Okay. And he sends it on its way. He actually includes a couple extra um, strings just to be on the safe side. And you're going to cool. go off and you're going to go look for other stuff, right? That's it. Okay. We're going to put you on hold for just a moment. Um, let's see. Who really wants to talk more, Cesar or Xanatari? 
says it's just itching to talk. He just loves the talk on the show all the time. <laughs> to be honest, it might be best if you go first because my connection just dropped for a second there. I hope it'll okay. come back. Okay. Xanatari, welcome to the, the Thunderdome. Oh, thank you. Um, is there a magic shop or some sort of, like, I don't know, occult expert who is around anywhere? Sure. Okay. I would like to go and get this ring checked out that I got from the giant, uh, the dead giant, because I'm still curious about it, and I've never really gotten an answer as to what its magical properties are, although I know it has some. Okay. Um, the creature that you encounter looks... Uh, quite ominous. It's this big sort of hulking brute um, that has been mashed behind a counter in this establishment, and uh, it's got your classic kind of very shaggy hair down over its eyes, fangs sticking out of its mouth, and uh, it's kind of, you know, its own version of George from the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. And once you enter the form starts to change and uh, the hair starts to go away. And soon you're left with sort of this blank, gray, featureless um, humanoid being that uh, puts a robe on. It didn't have a robe on when I came in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's entire it's entirely featureless. Okay. It's just it's just the outline of a form, but it's all gray. There's no real Okay. Mm, magical items. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's assuming a form that is generic in my mind is what you're trying to infer, that when I think of magician, this is what I think of, therefore it will assume that form, or that somehow there's something on me that is uh, making its true form real. It could be. What would you like to do to try and... Uh... Um, I guess I will roll uh, a arcana. Okay. That's nice. 24. You get the feeling that there's not a bit of magic involved, but there is a um, tale of a species called doppelgangers, Mm. or changelings. And it's rumored that their base form is something similar to this. Okay. They sometimes have magical abilities or a magical profession, but... um, you feel pretty confident you, this might be your first encounter with one. Okay. So you show your ring. Yes. And uh, explain what you would like or what you've seen so far. Uh, basically, I want to hire him to do an identify. I want to see what this is and what properties it has. Okay. Do you have uh, 500 gold? Um, well, I have a really large gem that I've gotten off of a rock Golem, I guess they're called. Um, remember, we had that battle mm-hmm. with the rock golem. It's some sort of a red gem, really large gem. So I would like mm-hmm. to sell the gem. I don't know if I would sell it to him directly or if I would sell it previously and bring the cash with me, but it would generate okay. some, I would believe. Do you have, he asks you for your um, your trade permit and license. I don't know. Do I have such a thing? I mean, I clearly, ha- I'm a priest, not a magician per se, but I have aspects of magic that I get through my god. Like um, it's so. it's for your uh, your citizenship paper, uh, your flag. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, thing. my uh, citizenship. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Okay, do you present it? Yes, I would. Okay, um, the creature appears to be willing to do business with you, uh, especially more so now that you've shown your uh, your citizenship paper, and uh, explains that, and even though the, the face is fairly uh, blank. There's a little bit of um, kind of a crinkling in the eye area when you put the gem down, as if it's interested. It hmm. explains that it will, it will be upfront in saying that the gem is worth more than its service. So if you wish to do that, it will provide change back. Yeah, please. Um, and so forth. Okay. It casts a spell and seems rather surprised. And has to go back and pull out a different book. Of which it pulls from that book, it, it rips a page out and brings it over and uses that as a scroll. It explains that its original magic was too weak in order to understand what this ring does. 
so it needed to burn something a little bit more. This is, again, still covered by the cost of the gem to this point. Um, what the gem does is, uh, you've seen it make a defensive um, barrier around you in the past. It is to, one, keep you somewhat protected from the elements. Should you be outside, you would find that a heavy rain would be re- reduced to kind of a mist. Mm. Um, stuff would still be able to get through because you still need to be able to breathe, so it is permeable. Therefore, you could presume that it might be possible that a gas attack could get through it, potentially. But it mimics, and it seems kind of amused at that aspect, um, because it is indeed a mimic itself, but it camouflages the party within a certain radius to look like the surrounding area in an effort to um, try and keep the party safe which I believe you also saw, but um, there was some confusion back in that episode in character out of character as far as the rock pile. The rock pile was the outside edge of that illusion. Okay. The party can break through it. The party can cause the illusion to fail. Okay. But it will do its best to be a campsite for there. There's additionally um, the ability that it uh, wants to, or can, if need be, provide food to the party. Uh, when when encamped, does the equivalent of a a minor hero's feast? <laughs> Cauldron. Mm-hmm. So you know you could. It's not it. The creature is not clear if you could specify that. Hey, I want meat or I want soup or something. It could just be trail rations come popping out of the ground. For yeah, all beat, you know, at this point, beats but, every time. Um. <laughs> You know, it, it, it could even be something that Mikey doesn't like and you're screwed. Or food for another creature entirely that isn't edible to you. In any case, um, the ring seems to be um, somewhat nurturing. There appears to be also a healing element to the whole thing. In that um, healing skill checks receive a plus two. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Very good. Pretty decent stuff. Yes. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say that uh, the gem you had was worth uh, about 4,500 gold. Okay. And um, you get about 2,200 back. Okay. And is there anything that you want to buy in the store or would be looking for in the store for your particular needs? Mm, I don't think so. I think I'm magicked up. Pretty well. I think um, I need more basic gear in another store. So, okay. Um, you receive offers for anything in the future that you want to, you know, sell in terms of magic or whatever. Hopefully, you'll come back. The creature does not offer a name for itself. Mm-hmm. It just seems to think that if you come to this shop, it'll be here. Um, would you like to roll an insight or another perception check? Um, yes, actually. Let's roll insight, because that's really nice and high. Uh, 39, because I start with a 21. Well, between the perception and the insight and watching this thing work, um, you realize that maybe the reason why it doesn't actually um, give itself a name and just says it'll be here is because it appears to be fused into the floor, and may possibly this entire building is it. <laughs> So, something to think about <laughs> as you go about the rest of your shopping quests. Okay. You just went inside a creature. Mm-hmm. Um, before we put you on pause in Atari, is there anything else that you will be heading towards? Um, yes, I think I want to look at some sort of armor before we're done, and I have something I would like to do with Sabre's remains. Okay. Uh, let us go to his honor, Caesar, Tiberius Caesar, (laughs) the first. Um, you want to close court? (laughs) After everybody left, just sitting there. Yeah, basically Ah! everyone went like, hey, money. (laughs) Squirrel. Ah, court adjourned, I guess. Um, he'll make his way... Off of the no, everything disappeared, didn't it? Right, everything, everything, everything had disappeared. Um, I forget what we did with Tharzadun—if he vanished or uh, whatever. But let's just say for now, he's vanished. Uh, 
Okay. He's strolling around the city, like, totally mm. boss. Morning, morning. <laughs> you how you doing? You do realize, Cesar, that uh, once you're down and you're looking around, that the mm. figure of death uh, is still in the area. Okay, but it is starting to fade away. Okay, if there is anything that Cesar particularly regrets mm-hmm. or fears. You may find that your um, internal fortitude has been bolstered, in a way. Your mental or physical fortitude has been bolstered by the experience of being so close to death. Death gave you a fist bump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word. Is it is it strange cool. that in my head I have the whole um, Lilith and um, Maya doing like the fist bump <laughs> with Cesar and death? Is it strange that I have don't fear the Reaper in my head? I, I just have Bill and Ted's. I am playing chess, but. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, um, Cesar finding himself alone occupies his time. Um, he's, um, interested to know if he can maybe find someone that might know more about the, uh, the construct that they encountered down below, um, the Warforged. Uh, you know, it was not too far down. He thinks maybe he's going to try to find maybe someone who might know more about the construction of it. You mean uh, Razor? Yes, Razor. Okay. <laughs> um, what was his name? Designation <laughs> Razor? Something like that. Um, so he'll, uh, he'll ask, uh, he'll start asking around to see if he can maybe get pointed in the right direction or, okay. you know, maybe, maybe no one knows anything. I don't know. But, uh, mm. You, you you would probably be put in touch with the engineering department that kind of maintains some of the stuff in here in town. Okay. In the Seven Pillared Hall. Um, oh, by the way, you also hear um, in the back of your mind, and you're not sure if it's a voice being spoken to you or just a, a feeling in your own head, but you've behaved honorably through the course of the trial, and that's been noted. Okay. I think it's just Cesar praising himself. Could be. Your Honor. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, and you do maintain the gavel. That has not... Sweet. Uh, that has not vanished. Um, so like a plus three Warhammer? Does it we'll grow to... into like a giant gavel that you can beat people with later? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to figure that out at, a, at another point in time here. Okay. Does it force him to make like court puns while attacking? That would be amazing. Like, <laughs> like screaming court is now in session as he like stoves in someone's head. I object. <laughs> or you know, if if he if he holds it for a really long time above his head, it'll leave a mighty mighty Thor. No, 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 we're not going to do the Thor puns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a low key day. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't had coffee this morning. <laughs> if you want to know more, look at my Twitter stream. Look at Tushar's Twitter stream. Look at Genesis' Twitter stream. You'll know, and you'll probably regret having gone there. There'll be links at the end of the show. <sighs> and probably throughout. Um, Cesar, actually, they do put you in charge. They do put you in contact with the... <laughs> sorry. No. It's been a long day. We're dodging a thunderstorm right now. It's one of those things. Um, they do put you in contact with the engineering group, and there's a couple of, uh, I guess, quasi-artificers. Okay. Um, but they don't have anywhere near the level of skill that you do, but you can definitely tell that this is a good representation of the mechanical, um, abilities of the people because they're maintaining something that was apparently set up well before they got here. Okay. So do you learn just how to... Okay. Well, um, are, is it, is it, do people know who at least I am or we are? Do you have your sort of hit or miss? Are, are you holding your citizenship papers anywhere, or? Not particularly, no. Okay. Um, no, not really. Okay. They, they, they realize that you look, you know, it's one of those, they kind of side glance at you, hey, you look like the guy that was at that war, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But, um, since they weren't in there, they're only hearing whatever's been spread throughout the. Okay. Some vote hall and stuff. Alright. And, uh, so I guess I would, uh, approach and, uh, introduce myself. Hello, uh, I was sent your way. My name is Cesar. I was uh, one of the 
the brave few that made their way down in, into the uh, the Underdark and uh, eliminated the, the drow threatening the city. I was uh, looking to see if I could speak to someone about something I uh, we uh, stumbled upon down there. Um, they, uh, people that I spoke to thought you might be the uh, the right person, uh, people to speak to. Uh, would you be uh, willing to, to sit and possibly give me some information? The, the start of the whole drow thing, um, you sort of get that slow, very kind of slack-jawed, um, it's kind of good old boy, chewing tobacco type, type thing. And uh, they seem very uninterested in you until they say that you found something down there. And uh-huh. they, uh, they nod at you and, and one of them, there doesn't seem to be a direct lead boss guy, but they do talk. Um, they just all look, sit forward, a bit more interested and they ask you what you've got and, you know, they're willing to try and tell you, but they'll be upfront and honest with you that they don't know some of the deeper systems, um, all that well. Okay. Do I have to be, am I dodging, uh, tobacco spit? No, rolled at my feet. <laughs> no, but they—they're—they're. They're, it's just kind of the you know they're just kind of sort of sitting there like you're not worth our time, and then suddenly you were so. Okay. Um, kind of deal. All right. Um. Well, yes. Uh, it was a uh, an interesting construct, actually. It was seemed to be at least uh uh ruled over by a quite a unsavory type. Uh, we dispatched him uh, handily, but uh, it was uh essentially a. Uh, a humanoid creature, but made entirely of uh, of components of of, of different mechanisms. Uh, it was not an organic creature. It was comprised of you know various uh, uh, parts and things, and uh, was seemed to have its own intelligence. Though it was a uh, you know living, uh, speaking, thinking being, but uh, com- completely constructed. Does this sound familiar to any of you? They kind of. Glance at glance at each other, and um, you're asked pretty straightforwardly. It it's not a wind up. It's it's, it's not a toy. You're saying, tall, yeah, I mean, it, you know, humanoid. Oh, it, exactly. It, uh, uh, it's tall, bigger, larger than I am by by quite a bit. Uh, seemed to maybe have some sort of uh, power source, but uh, not not something that needed to be continually maintained. It it had its own intelligence. Uh, unfortunately. In our encounters with it quite uh, early on, it was uh, dismantled a bit, uh, though uh, it was able to keep it intact enough that its, its I guess, thinking centers were uh, intact, and I uh, kept it along with us for some time. Okay. I just, uh, it was interesting technology to me, and I'd, I'd like to learn more about its uh, its source. Do you have any of the bits where they're with you that you can show them? I think they got sort of lost along the way. I don't really have anything. I don't know okay. if... One of I don't remember what Thorn stole. Thorn stole his heart, which he gave to me. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, but, but I'm not with yeah. you, right? So at this at, at this point in time, probably uh, to make a long story short, um, they would inform you that there's a rumor, myth, or whatever. But they've they've never seen it. But there's um, talk of communities of Warforged. Okay, that sound like that. Um, they're either. Some, some tell them as, you know, knights that never take their armor off. Others say that they are, um, like golems. You know, the, the usual spread of stories, but they're apparently, um, known to be about. But, you know, they've never directly encountered one, but it sounds kind of like what they've heard rumors okay. of. Okay. Hmm. Um, is there, uh, is there, uh, like a centralized history from what you've heard? I'm not sure, you know, the extent of, of your knowledge of them. Is it just, you know, bits and pieces of, of, of rumors or whatnot? Uh, it's just, rumors and yeah. rumors rumors and children's tale and some of the the, the traders that come through um, make note of them. Have made notes right. and hmm. so forth. Would you, would you happen to know roughly where, where you've heard of, of these... Um, Encampments or, or uh, communities be located? Any anything nearby? Um, the last they had, last time they had heard about it, one of them had heard about it. It was from uh, some trading place called uh, uh, Winterhaven. So, in essence, basically back where you guys okay were at, unless I've completely munched it, and I'm thinking Game of Thrones again. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, not not uh, not Winterfell, Winterhaven, yep. Winterhaven, <laughs> not, Winter, not Winterfell. Not wow, cool. not Game of Thrones. So that was probably your best poker face ever on video. Um, 
Take a drink. It makes everything better. It does. It lets me think. I'm this podcast is not brought to you by Sonic Shakes. <laughs> nice. What are you having tonight? Mm, cherry limeade. Mm-hmm. Hot fudge Sunday shake. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay. Um, um, they are... They, they give you that information. It doesn't seem like they've got much of anything else. Uh, you can see that there are various exposed bits to the machinery um, in this area. Mm-hmm. And um, they probably won't let you touch them, but if you want to take and observe anything, you're more than welcome to. I might um, show them some of the, the clockwork I've been working on, the, uh, you know, the, the ranks and legions that I've been creating, my new uh, sort of endeavor down there. Sort of geek out over them a little bit with them if they'd be interested. Yeah, they're and, uh, interested. Yeah. Um, just, you know, show them, see if they have any tips or any, you know, just anything to say. And, you know, just ask them in general about, um, you know, what they do and, and what it takes to, to keep up their end of the city and things like that. Just yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it's uh, spitball maintenance for them, just kind mm-hmm. of flying by the seat of the pants. Sometimes they're just sitting there and they, they have nothing what to do. And it's almost like the city tells them what to do. Gives them a little flash of insight and, and so forth, but uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it the city always seems to manage to run, mm-hmm. and if you're nice to the city, it seems to keep you around a lot longer. Like they've had this pretty cushy job, and you know they haven't had to go farming for a long time. But um, oh, one of your clockworks, by the way, looks like Illustrate. <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> so you have a, and it's one of the more uh, finer construction, but it does bear your maker's mark. But I don't, I'm assuming I don't remember particularly making one that looks like that. Yeah, and uh, it actually looks like the maker's mark is pretty old. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Illustrate, she's everywhere you want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and usually naked. Yep. Woo! Um, this one is wearing some sort of armor, though, so it's not a Bullshit. naked Barbie. Naked, bar- naked Barbie for you. <laughs> um... <laughs> We'll make it little clothes before you're done. Okay. It doesn't sound like something that says it would make. Yeah. Clothed. This this one um, does appear to have some sort of weapons attachment to it, so uh, we can okay. explore at a later point that. Um, Thorn. Yo. You were um, wandering around. Yeah, just looking to pick fencing. up. Yeah, fencing. Just looking to find a couple of extra pieces of armor to augment my my current, um, I guess, suite of armor. <laughs> um, are, 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 you, are you looking? Are you looking through um, for studded leather? Are you looking for metal? Mostly, what just, do you? Most of it. Uh, Given given my nature, it's mostly of a leather nature. I don't often get hit. Okay. Um, so I'm mostly looking for things just like replacement, like good sturdy boots, mm-hmm. um, braces to replace the ones that I've I've been wearing, which are probably worn from all the combat we've been doing. Mm-hmm. I haven't been replaced since we first started. So um, you're you're able to find a full suit of. Um armor to make up any of the bits. They've all been treated, actually, to help be uh, more resistant to water than just general leather and tan stuff is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's more environmentally uh, protecting for you. Sure. So, um, just the bits that I require. Okay. Um, last thing I wanted to do was find someone to identify this bow for me, and, the, you know, from what it sounds like, I need to find a historian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would probably ask just someone close by whether there's a library of some sort in the, the seven pillared halls and get them to point me that direction. Okay. Uh, one, it's going to be, um, what would you say? It's about five pieces of leather that you took. Uh, probably belt boots, uh, and braces and gloves. So yeah. Okay, let's say 800 gold. Sure. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yes, you can be pointed towards the library, and we will come back to you. Cool. Sanitari. Mm-hmm. 
I'm loving the new keyboard. I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Matt from uh, Hold, Hold the Line. Um, that is a, a mighty, mighty soft, soft uh, keyboard. You mentioned a couple things that you'd like to do, so welcome to your opportunity. Yes, uh, I need a pair of kick-ass boots and possibly a helmet. Okay. Uh, I have a short sword, but theoretically, I have a shield I've like, never ever used. So um, mostly, I just want to go to, I guess, light armor. Uh, smith and leathersmith. Look at the boots. Okay. Nothing super special, just general. Um, as far as the boots go, you wind up in a shop. The um, keeper is uh, counting some money, and uh, if you're paying any attention at all, you would sort of smell that Thorn has possibly been here recently. <clears throat> okay. And uh, you are shown... A magnificent pair of boots. They've been treated against the element. Uh, there's some metal uh, riveted into it as well, um, chin protectors and so forth. And um, he kind of shakes the boot a little bit, and out of it uh, falls a um, pouch. He goes. Pouch in the boot. Okay. He goes. This goes with it. And is applied to the boot upon purchase. I would like to roll it inside to see what's in the pouch. Okay. Uh, thirty-two. I love having something inside. is in the pouch. I hate you. Okay. It, it would it would seem to be some sort of powder, sand, something grainy. I figured it was an applicant. Anthrax. Okay, well, that's the uh, the shopkeeper. What's in the pouch, and why should I apply it to the boots? What does it do? Mm. This is the... Um, it is said that this thing will make your boots either very slippery, so that you are easy to dodge. He's, he's got this very weird accent to him. But that's e- either very easy to dodge, or you will be able to move like you are on ice. He's not sure which, though. Move like I was on ice. Is that an asset? Because sliding around on the ground, tripping, doesn't seem to me to be a dexterity plus four. You're a warrior. Okay. Um. You know, he he thinks he thinks you're a warrior because you got a sword, and you know you're not necessarily okay. spouting the whole big giant blingy uh holy thing. But he think he thinks you're a warrior, and therefore um, you can take whatever you know doors you go running into. I'm gonna. I'm going to roll a uh, charisma, and if I may, because okay. I, I I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. See if I can convince him that I am. Um, you just want the priestess. you just want the boot. No. Exactly. Unless Lucky it's stuff. an asset, and I don't really see it as one. So I'm going to convince okay. him of that if I can. Twenty-two. Okay. He's kind of thinks that maybe you're, you know, with, with such wisdom as, as that and, you know, not really wanting to face the unknown so much. Uh, he agrees at least that, you know, you're a priest, although you're probably the oddest priest he's ever seen because, you know, you've got armor instead of robes and, and so forth. But he, he is eventually willing to sell you the boots and, uh, he will do so for 500 gold. Okay. I will, I will do it because I like the boots. Okay. You'll find that when you put the boots on, um, they actually start to mold to your feet. Sweet. And uh, you do notice that occasionally, um, as you're walking out of the way, um, out of the store, you do find that there is potentially um, a moment or two where the boots stick when you're on a... uh, they're keeping me from sliding. They are uh, they're either keeping you from sliding or they're helping you just stick in terms of like you're about to take a step up and you know you doesn't want your foot to fall back down. Thorn, your items also have um some funkiness to them too. So we will get back <sighs> to I enjoy tactical boots. To that, but you've got some okay. you've got some things with your boots as well. Uh I would like to see Sabre's remains if it's still available or if she's disappeared with the court room, I'd like to know that too. The remains are still there. Um, people are giving them kind of a wide berth. 
Um, but they're still there where... Um, where she bit the dust? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yep. yep. Too soon? I'm well, out. you know, she the became uh, she became ingrained into the history of the place. Okay. Um, yes, I'd like to go and look at the pile of ashes on the ground. That is our former comrade, Sabre. Mm-hmm. At least this time she's not being a pain in the ash. <sighs> okay, you know I have this special talent, which I haven't pulled out yet, which is the talk to the dead talent. Last thing you saw as the dead. Discussions. She's a dirty, dirty drow. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, there is a very weak um, link emanating from the uh, the pile of ash. It looks like uh, Death did a pretty good job here, and um, you've kind of got the, the the dregs of whatever potential memory you might have. Okay. Whatever you want to ask about. I want to see the dead people. Do I get to see her? You you can you can talk to her. Yes. Okay. But it's it's very very weak. Okay, in character, mm-hmm. Zenatari is has been very upset and appalled by what happened to Sabre, and uh, somewhat in shock by it. Mm-hmm. The only one who really had a an extreme reaction, I would say, mm-hmm. and she wants to do the honorable thing and make sure that Sabre isn't cut off from her people forever. Um, being Kalashtar and the whole connectedness issue is important to her. She does not want the Kalashtar to wonder, or she does not want the Eladrian to wonder, like, what, what happened to Sabre and never know the answer. Because the last time she had talked to the Eladrian High Council, she was in the middle of practically getting killed by a manifestation of Lolth. So, uh, mm-hmm. the assumption is she's dead, but still I think that the, the right thing to do would be to give them some sort of news of, of this. So, okay. I suppose I would, try to find some pouch that's not like completely holding something important and then scoop little bits of her into it. Okay. So you you make you make a clean sweep of it? I make a clean sweep. Ground clean picker upper. The quick yeah. picker upper. <laughs> yep. Yep. Throwing yep. in a towel. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so you do that. So the point of me talking to her as a dead person is to figure out where the Aladrin High Council is, so that I can go back and locate them. The Aladrin High Council um, reside on another plane of existence. Um, they are accessible through various gates that are opened by them at her request. She does make note, though, that normally it would be a matter of using her, using her necklace to be able to get uh, um, in contact with them. Or if she did certain things um, and had taken off um, a piece of jewelry or something and exploded, mm-hmm. they would be notified. She was basically had the equivalence of uh, uh, monitoring bracelets and different things on her. She's fallen and she can't get up. <clears throat> yeah, um, pretty much they treated her like, yeah, okay, you're trying to redeem yourself, but just in the event of um, her going bad, they had safety catches on her that would either alarm or detonate her. Okay, so they know, so I don't need to take her rushes back, or is it so respectful? It's unknown if they know, because it was so quick, and who it was, they may have just uh, okay. just blown it out. Um, but she did leave a stash of items, um, including another necklace in um, Winterhaven. Because remember, she came and she tells the party at that point, if, if you didn't know, that um, she had been following in their path for quite a long time, so she had stopped through there. Okay, so, so I would still take dashes. Hmm? She, she, th- she thinks that if someone was willing to bury her, then she must have finally accomplished her job in the end and was redeemed enough that someone would care instead of cheering that she was dead. So there's a final vote of appreciation. Okay. Um, with her uh, finally fading out from any sort of link or linkability... And you're having cleaned her up. You do notice that uh, the figure of death is standing nearby, Zanatari. Okay. Observing the situation, and as it starts to uh, vanish, you realize that if there is one great fear or uh, one great regret that you may have had, you can choose to remove that or eliminate that. But you feel that your uh, internal fortitude or mental fortitude has improved. Okay. 
I feel slightly less full of angst at the genocide of a race that I committed with my circular ray of death orbiting my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, by the way, Bert, the Ion Stone, is back to what appears to be full power. He's Yay. not shooting laser Yay. beams out, but he is orbiting your head. So, there's that. Um, to the people in the chat room who are asking questions, we do have the full catalog online of episodes, and uh, you can go back and hear the things, including a um, destruction of an entire city by a small stone that's shooting out laser rays and other bits. It's all good stuff. Um, so you have all the items. Right now, as we're coming, winding down on the, um, what should I say, the, uh, towards the end of this episode, who wants minions? <gasps> I want minions. I make I am own. the minion master. Do they sing boys to men? No, they don't. Oh. Well, Do you probably go- train them too. So there is, there is this issue of the drow. I'm sorry. What did you? Sorry. What did you say? <laughs> you asked for it. To be honest, I did, and I'm glad it went that way. Um. Okay. There's the issue of the drow to deal with that were brought up topside. Anybody yeah. want to adopt some minions? Do you guys oh, want a rule minions. as to what to have happen to them? Do you want to just throw them back down in the pit and close the door and go, oops, sorry, our bad, but good luck down there? I, I casually lean against a large vat of acid, pouring <laughs> it into a pit. <laughs> you are a jerk. Do you, do you, do you at least salt the rim before, uh, before doing that? Um, a giant acid martini? <laughs> yeah, and then I take, I take the, is it the salt on the hand? And then, like, the shot of Tabasco sauce? With the lemon in the eye? What is it? It's that strange combination of just crap that people do. No, um, minions. Do we want a small army of drow? Cesar could that is about the drow. <laughs> for the record. He forgot that they're there already. Okay. Um, as the only female in the party, I feel somewhat obligated, due to their matriarchal race... Mm-hmm. As to not let them just wander, like, and besides, I need acolytes. Like, I need someone to go to my temple and people it with like robes and food. Okay. So Jack I would, would be yeah. so happy. To so, see so in other words, you're saying the circle is complete, and you'll hand them each highly conductive um, metal objects that, in the event that they don't attend church, you will zot them with. So you've I gone will... from torturing the drow, torturing drow, probably, probably someone's uncle Bob that you tortured from this group. And fried. And there's now a shrine dedicated to. You want to take back and have them be acolytes at your church, followers of your church. That's you awesome. can aban- you can abandon Illustray and follow my God and wear some robes. Everyone needs dark monks. That's awesome. Okay, so you you have you have done the reverse of the Inquisition. You've zotted a few, cosboided one. Okay, a right. lightning, taste. Um. I would time. take. I'd like to take one to take care of my giant spider because Drown know how to look after giant spiders. Okay. Um, they seem to gravitate towards uh, use Anatari at your request. Um, you know, you're offering them, well, something which is better than the nothing that they currently have. Um, <laughs> Sabre have them being aware that Sabre has essentially, uh, you know. Departed quickly. Um, they're for just the gonna... giant rainbow in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Tiny <laughs> magical teacups are raining from that rainbow. <laughs> for, for the uh, the wardrobe in the sky. So bright. Okay, moment of silence done. Um. All right. Antari, take us out. Ah, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, or find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gam- gamers at genesis.com or signalsmedia.com. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels or chat room hangout for five minutes, and then we'll come right back after a quick bio break. 
This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?